The following is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Ripping down the rebound is going to be Nymat. Kicks it out top. They'll reset. Back over to Drew in the left-hand corner. Ball fake. Willis gets by the defender. Drives in. Leaner over the front of the rim, and it's good. Tonight, it's a Highway 30 battle in Gibbon as the Buffaloes welcome in the Shelton Bulldogs. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. He'll work it left side of the key, outside the elbow, now back up top to Wiseman. Rotated around the perimeter for a long three, and it's all net for Nathan Holcomb. Holcomb now with nine in the quarter and 18 game-high points. The Shelton-Gibbon rivalry has produced some intense moments over the years, but tonight could take it up another notch as both programs are playing some of their best basketball of the last decade. It's the Bulldogs and the Buffaloes coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Gibbon with KKPR sports director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer independent representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Gibbon for the second consecutive evening for area high school basketball as the Gibbon Buffaloes take on the Shelton Bulldogs. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting ready to bring you tonight's basketball action. We were here last night against Minden, where the Minden girls were able to sink 20 free throws in the second half and pick up a 50-43 to victory. And then in the boys' game, after a slow start, Gibbon was able to turn things around and defeat Minden 56-48. to Nathan Holcomb had 22 points in the game last night. Again, the record might be a little deceiving, but for Shelton, this is the most wins they've had in seven years in a single season. And that 5-4 and four record, they're trying to get back in the win column now because they have dropped three in a row. Two of those in the holiday tournament, and then to Lawrence Nelson. Exeter Milligan and Lawrence Nelson are both state-rated, so their competition level picked up a little bit. This should be a game that could go either way, because Gibbon has been very competitive despite just having the three wins so far on the season. Our boys' game, same deal. Both teams have seven wins on the season. Gibbon only had seven wins last season, and Shelton off to one of their best starts since Coach Matt Walter and the boys a handful of years ago. They went 19-3 and and were in the... Sub-district from hell, as they used to call it, and uh, had a bunch of state-rated teams, and they were not able to advance to the state tournament before our current format. So, really, you add the wins together tonight for all four, and it's been a long, long time, a couple of decades since we've had that many wins in one night when you combine the girls' win total and the boys' win total, and that's a sign in the right direction here for all of the programs. We will take a break and look at the starting lineups for Shelton and Gibbon coming up on Power 99. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. 
Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Time for our injury update brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Same story, nothing happened to Gibbon last night. They've been battling the flu, so some girls' minutes may be a little changed, and that was one of the main reasons. And not, not that they haven't been doing it all year, but last night they rotated every dead ball. There was somebody at the scores table checking in from Gibbon, but uh, their varsity is suited and ready to go tonight. For us, Shelton, there had a couple of young ladies, including Taylor Lewis, who's been injured throughout the year. So uh, nobody missing that hasn't been missing since the beginning of the year. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Starting lineups now, a chance to take a look at those here on Power 99. We will do that and remind you that there is other basketball going on in the area tonight. The only Tri-Cities clash has Grand Island Central Catholic taking on Northwest. Other games in the area tonight, Wilcox Hildreth is taking on Bertrand. Sutton is at Centura. Southern Valley is at Franklin. State-rated Lawrence Nelson is at McCool Junction. Bruning Davenport Shickley taking on Nebraska Lutheran. Kozad is up at Ord. Ansley Litchfield is at Overton. Red Cloud is hosting Mankato, Kansas in Central City is at Twin River. Coming up, we've got plenty of basketball later on this week. Here on Power 99, Friday night, we'll have a Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader as Loomis will be at Elm Creek. And then Saturday afternoon, we have the Amherst Wrestling Invitational Finals, always a dandy, and that should get underway at approximately 3 o'clock. Friday night on ESPN 1460, we have got a doubleheader top 10 matchup. Kearney Catholic at Grand Island Central Catholic, both girls and boys teams, are all rated in the C1 or C2 top six, according to the Omaha World-Herald. And then on 1230 AM KHAS, we've got a doubleheader both Thursday and Friday. On Thursday, Sandy Creek is at St. Cecilia, and on Friday, Adams Central will host Lexington, and of course, both the boys' teams there are highly rated in this first week of January. Let's go ahead and take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's basketball game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And we will start with the visitors, the Shelton Lady Bulldogs. Number two is a 5'11-inch senior, Jaden Branson. Number three is a 5'7-inch sophomore, Brianna Simmons. Number four, 5'6 freshman, Haley Clark. Number 14, 5'8 freshman, Drew Nemack. And number 22, 5'6", freshman, McKenna Willis. And this, as we said early on in the season, is a young basketball team. They only average about 37 points a game. They don't have anybody that puts in 15, but Willis does lead the way at 10 points, 8 points for Branson. Head coach of the Shelton Bulldogs is Jeff Thober, assisted by Tabitha Bermude, 5-4, and four, but they have dropped their last three. They've lost to Elm Creek. Exeter Milligan and Lawrence Nelson, who are all state rated, and Alma, who is six and three. For the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, their starting lineup is the same as last night. Number three, five six junior Yahida Castaneda. 
Number four, 5'9", senior Kaylee Palmieri. Number five, 5'6", senior Jade Bentley. Number 15, 5'6", senior Bailey Rockefeller. And number 21, 5'5", senior Abby Christensen. Again, they only average about 37, 38 points per ball game. Kind of the same story when it comes to their scoring leader. But Bentley does lead the way at eight points. A couple of players in Rockefeller and Castaneda, six and a half and seven points apiece. Gibbon is three and eight. So far on the season, the head coach is Chelsea Jacobitz, assisted by Christina Ortega, Nate Fields, and Vanessa Resch. The starting lot is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, and Carney, and we're back with more in a moment. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. And again, we were taking a look at some of those lineups for Gibbon. Yes, 3-8 and eight on the season, but boy, have they played some really, really good competition like St. Paul and Overton, undefeated Silver Lake and Wood River and Elm Creek. We will take a break, and you're listening to High School Basketball on Power 99. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Not only are you listening to high school basketball here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, Gibbon, Shelton, and the World Wide Web, you can hear our games as well. Live online, brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Just simply go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming, live games. The podcasts are up immediately after the contest, whether it's basketball, wrestling, or back in the fall, football and volleyball, or whether we get into the spring, whatever the case may be, it's up there, and many games from the last couple of years are there as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Should be a good one here this evening. Shelton wearing their blue uniforms with the white trim, the white uniforms with the blue and red trim from Gibbon, and these two teams ready to put on a battle tonight. It may not be high scoring unless we get some buckets, and both teams would get up and down the floor here. They're more of a set in the zone and see if he can get something going type of basketball team. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. 
It's Gibbon and Shelton, as Coach David Benj told us last night, this is the one that everybody that's an alumni circles on the calendar, and we'll tip it off right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Well, Terry Heinrich to the boys getting ready to, or excuse me, Terry Anstein to the boys getting ready to uh, officiate tonight's basketball game as we are ready to go. Gibbon from right to left, Shelton from left to right. As you listen along your radio dial, the ball's in the air, and Shelton a little taller up there with Branson at 5'11 is going to control the opening tip. And the Bulldogs will start with a basketball. Had a chance to see them win earlier this year against Wilcox Hildreth. They waste no time. Three-pointer on the right wing is no good. The rebound will be brought down by Rockefeller. Trouble in the backcourt, and Gibbon turns it over. So Shelton has a break. Three-on-one layup is good for Haley Clark. As the turnover leads to immediate points here, and here's where Gibbon didn't have to worry much last night. Minden didn't put on a lot of full-court pressure, but they really pressured him in the half court. Here you get that full court zone trap. That's what Coach Thober does. He did it at Centura. He tried to do it, uh, or he did it at Ravenna. He did it at Centura, and he's trying to do it here with a very young ball club, and they force another given turnover on the outlet pass at midcourt. So Shelton off to a good start here. 2-0 on the right wing. Simmons, who missed the three to start the game, just about took another one. 2-1-2 zone defense being put up here with Christensen in the middle of it. Top of the key. Willis will try the three and hit it. So Shelton knocks down a couple of buckets here in the first minute of this contest to take an early 5-0 lead here over the Buffaloes. Rockefeller pushes it across the timeline, stops, throws over the top of the double team there to Bentley. She'll try a three-pointer. It's a little strong in the backside rebound grabbed by Simmons. Shelton will put it into the hands here of Willis, their leading scorer. They try to double. She goes right through it with the dribble, leaving a four-on-three and another three-pointer that's off the heel by Clark this time. Nobody grabs the rebound until it gets into the far right corner. Willis has it, kicks it out to Simmons. Another three-pointer, no good. Offensive rebound, Branson, and she is fouled. So give it a little sluggish out of the gate here after playing last night. The foul is on Abby Christensen. It'll be her first, the first of the game on either team. And Branson will go to the line to shoot two. And the first one is off the mark, no good. And the Buffaloes already going to the bench here. Jalissa Gilming, the junior, will check in. And if Coach Jacobitz does what she did last night, you're going to see that all night. Second free throw, no good. But an offensive rebound underneath by Willis. Has to just kind of throw it up there. It is no good. Another attempt is up and no good by Nemac. And finally, it's brought down here by Castaneda for Gibbon, and across the timeline she'll come over to Rockefeller, and it's through her hands and out of bounds. Gibbon hasn't got to the three-point arc yet. Three turnovers, down 5-0, 90 seconds in to the first quarter of play. Shelton wasting no time. Tempo is the key here. It always has been for Coach Thober. He'll sub as well, just maybe not quite as deep as he wants to be as the ball's tipped into the backcourt. Willis runs it down. She's okay. Coach Thober giving her instructions right before so she knew it wasn't an over and back. Here's a three-point attempt by Branson. It's off the iron. No good already. Five threes attempted in two minutes, hitting one of them. The rebound brought down by Palmieri. Palmieri off to the races, two on one. Lobs it underneath to Christensen, and she'll score. 
First points of the ball game for Gibbon on their first shot of the game. Nice job by Palmieri, and now they want to put on a little zone trap. They knock the ball out of the hands of Simmons. She gets it back and gives it to Willis. Kicks it out on the left wing. Boy, another three-pointer on the way, and it is no good. They're not shy to shoot the three in an offensive rebound for Nemac. Back out for a three. It is no good this time by Simmons. Comes all the way back out to her. She'll drive right side of the key. Pass it back out top here to Willis. Willis guarded tightly by Chalissa Gilman. 5.15 to go. First quarter and another three is attempted. This one's no good by Willis and grabbed in the corner by Palmieri, her second. 5-2 in favor of Shelton. One out of eight in three-point range in less than three minutes here for the Buffaloes. Or for uh, Shelton, they are not afraid to take it. Gibbon will shoot a few as well. As Castaneda says, I'm open. I'll take the three, but it's off the mark. No good. Offensive rebound. Christensen, and she's fouled underneath by Simmons. So Abby will go to the line and shoot two. She had the first bucket of the ball game here for Gibbon. So we haven't had a whole lot of offensive sets here in the first three minutes. First look, take the shot for the most part. Christensen puts the free throw on the way, and it's good. And both teams will go... Double subs here. Bentley back in for Gibbon, and so is Samantha Walker. Shelton's going to bring another freshman in in Emily Berglund and freshman in Maite Mesa, who has started a couple games. Free throw is up. The free throw is good. And now here comes Claire Key into the ball game for Christensen, who made the free throw and has the four points on the board here for Gibbon. Five to four, Shelton. 4.45 to go in the first quarter. As Willis tries to dribble around the double team and lost the handle out of bounds off her knee, says Brian Shaw. Shelton's first turnover of the game. It looked like Willis was trying to bait the double team and then blow by him, but there was no room left. So now a chance for Gibbon, who turned it over on their first three possessions, to actually take the lead. Pick and roll, get it down inside to Bentley. She's double teamed and has it ripped away in there by Mesa. Turnover number four for the Buffaloes, and up the left wing with it is going to be Willis. Willis kicks it into the corner. Why not a spot up three, and this is good. Haley Clark knocks down her second bucket, the second three here in the quarter, and Shelton now leads it 8-4 to four with 4.20 to go in quarter number one. Pushing it up on the right wing is going to be Gilming. Runs into traffic. It's going to be taken away. Turnover number five coming out of there with it is Willis. Right wing, she'll get it to Mesa. And back up top to McKenna. They'll have to reset it as she's pushed out towards the volleyball line. Swing it over to Clark with five points here in the first four minutes. High post. Turnaround jumper by Nemac. All met. And a timeout going to be called here by head coach Jeff Dober. He likes to take those timeouts after certain made buckets. And Shelton shooting it well early. 3.55 to go in the first quarter of play. It's Shelton 10 and given four. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. Well, Shelton has attempted 217 three-point shots in nine games this year, so they're not afraid to get it up there. That's over 20 per ball game. They're on pace to shoot 40 of them here tonight. Out of the timeout, it'll be given basketball, trailing 10-4. to 3.45 down to go as they get it into the first quarter front court. 
And it'll be Walker. Up top they'll go to Bentley. Skip pass right wing to Gilmy. Gilmy starts to drive, doesn't want the shot, throws it back over the top, uses the screen, gets it to Bentley. Back inside to Palmieri. Her shot is off the mark, no good. Ball's run down to the right-hand corner by Bentley. Second chance here, Palmieri, top of the key, three-pointer off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound, Bentley, short arm to put back, it's no good. Branson brings it down for Shelton. Well, one thing we should have at the end of the first quarter, a lot of rebounds. A lot of second and third chances as the Bulldogs, out of the timeout, bring Aaliyah Gomez into the ball game. And the pass is going to be picked off. Shelton turns it over. Now Gilming trying to beat everybody back, and she's going to get fouled. It's going to be called on Gomez. First foul of the game on Shelton, and Gilming will go to the line to shoot two. Jalissa had a nice game last night against Minden as she had a team-high 13 points and hit four of six free throws. Her first one here this evening is on the way, and it's short. No good. Six new players coming into the basketball game, three on each side. And again, if you ever watched Coach Thober, it's all charted. It's more of a football type of a deal than it is a basketball, unless there's a foul situation. But he's got it charted out. Who comes in every two minutes in the ball game? Free throw number two is good by number two, Gilming. And that makes it 10-5, to five. Shelton. Three minutes to go here in quarter number one. Pressure on and throwing over the top, or at least trying to his knee back, and Shelton turns it over. Rockefeller in the right-hand corner. Back to Castaneda, to Bailey. She'll try a three, but it's way short. Doesn't get anything. And out of bounds after the diving attempt. They're going to say off of Shelton. Looked like maybe Jaden Branson hustled over there, just kind of stubbed her toe, ended up on the ground. So Castaneda to throw it in as Gibbon stacks the left side of the lane. Lob it up to the top of the key to Rockefeller. Penetration in the paint. Kicks it off. Right side jumper from 15, Christensen. No good. Defensive board grabbed by Willis. Her third. Waits for the traffic to clear, but now she's in some trouble. Baseball pass thrown away. Her teammate wasn't there for it. It's a four-on-one, and Rockefeller will get the layup. Ten to seven now, and Shelton's going to have to handle the pressure a little bit better. It's okay if Willis can bring it up, but, boy, Gibbons really pressuring her, so you've got to have some help for her. Nemack in the backcourt. Has plenty of room if she throws it forward, but throws it backwards to Willis. Now she makes the long pass, and it'll be knocked away here by Christensen. Willis picks it back up, brings it into the paint, runs into the defender, and before the shot is put up, a blocking foul on Jalissa Gilming. Her first and the team's second. So Coach Thober, again, it's a young team, and Willis is just a freshman, but I'm sure this is something that they'll be able to look at here, moving the ball forward and not backwards as the inbounds pass is slapped away because the forward pass is there. It's not like Gibbon has a lot of height in their face right now. Into the ball game now for Shelton. Berglund returns, as does Mesa. Throwing in will be Nemac. Staying in there will be Clark and Willis, who has the ball on the inbound top of the circle, picks up the dribble against the 2-3 zone. Shelton has already put up nine three-pointers and a reach-in foul going to be called here on Gibbon as Shelton actually tried to get it into the paint. It's going to go on Christensen, and that'll be her second, team's third, so Claire Key will come into the ball game for Christensen with 1.51 to go here in quarter number one, 10-7, Shelton with the lead. They've led the entire way. As they try to set something up here for Willis on the left wing. Ball fake three. Comes into the paint. Scoop shot off the heel. No good. Ball tapped out of bounds. Off of Gibbon. So Shelton will get another opportunity here. Throwing it in will be Willis as they box the lane. Set the high-low screen. Throw it up top here for Nemac. 
Back on the wing, they'll go to Mesa. Crisscross and a skip pass right wing to Clark. Clark thought about driving, now puts the ball on the floor. Right baseline, wants to roll it around here to Berglund, but it's off of a given leg and out of bounds. And Shelton to throw it in again. Same type of play. They'll get it inside Nemac. They'll get it to Berglund, and Berglund will lay it up and in. So Berglund cuts to the low block as they looked high to Nemac, and then that's where the defense went, and they slid it underneath, and on the pressure, a steal is made here by Shelton Clark with the basketball, and then she is fouled trying to get the ball inside. And let's see who committed here for the Buffaloes. It's going to go on Rockefeller, her first and the team's fourth. Castaneda back in, Walker back in, Palmieri back in. One nineteen to go first quarter, 12-7, Shelton. In this rivalry game here in Gibbon, inbounds pass, left-hand corner. They'll get it to Berglund. Berglund even deeper in the corner to Willis. Kicks it out of the wing, driving in Mesa. Mesa tries to take the shot, lost it. Out of bounds it goes to the Buffaloes. End of the first quarter, the Northwest girls leading Central Catholic in a state-rated battle at 11-9. Right now, Castaneda got away maybe with a double dribble, and that's going to allow him to break the press, but Palmieri can't finish with the layup. Rebound pulled down by Mesa, and Mesa's going to be fouled as they tried to tie her up right underneath the given bucket. Foul's going to go on Samantha Walker, her first and the team's fifth. And Shelton with the shift change again. They'll bring the Zamboni out between quarters. As Shelton unguarded to throw it in, but then they get all over the player, whoever it may be, that inbounds the ball, and there you go, a foul. Rockefeller just connected arms there with cast, uh, with uh, Simmons. So Rockefeller has two. Christensen has two here in the first quarter. And we may be shooting a lot of free throws in the second quarter for Shelton. Instead, they're going to make a long outlet pass, have it thrown away. Palmieri steps in front, makes the steal. Up ahead to Gilming, two on two. Jalissa jump stops to Castaneda. Beautiful pass, but the shot won't fall. Trying to save it is Castaneda, and it is going to be Walker that does so on a baseline. Second chance opportunity back to Sam. Ball fake in the paint, stepped on a foot, and they're going to call a kick. That's a nice way to call that by the official. It's not a travel. It's not a foul. Let's just call the kick. And the Buffaloes will inbound it here. Left-hand corner to Bentley. Skip pass all the way to the right side to Palmieri. Tries to get it back to Bentley. Gets around the defender. Puts up the nine-foot runner. Off the rim twice. No good. Offensive rebound. Castaneda. She's going to the line to shoot two. So Yahida looking for her first points of the game last night. Nine points, five rebounds. She was four of four at the line last night. But Gibbons been on seven for quite a while right now. First free throw on the way, and it's good. She really, last night, and probably from what I've seen so far tonight, has the most smooth shot of anybody out there. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it. Flicks the wrist. It's a really good-looking shot. Second one on the way, and it's good as well. 12-9, to nine. Shelton leads with 19 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Long outlet pass over the head of Clark and out of bounds. So Gibbon was turning it over a lot early. Now Shelton has turned it over quite a bit the last three minutes. And that is their seventh turnover to Gibbon six. Still 14 seconds here for Gibbon to do something, but they throw it right into the hands of Simmons. 
So they'll kick it out here for a three-pointer, and Willis is off the mark. No good. Ball headed out of bounds, but it's saved in by Clark. Still four seconds to go. Can Willis get a shot away? They don't, and that's the end of the quarter. With the score, Shelton 12, given 9 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Well, the Gimmin Lady Buffs hanging around in the first quarter from the free throw line where they were 5 of 6. Shelton leads it by a score of 12 to 9, 5 points from Haley Clark. Shelton attempted 10 three-pointers. Nine of those were in the first three minutes. They hit two of them. Shelton seven turnovers and Gibbon seven turnovers, and Gibbon will get the ball to start the second quarter here, and Shelton gets right out on him in a man-to-man defense. Gilming with it. Guarded here by Willis, stepping through. They find Walker in the paint, 10-footer, no good. Trying to save it. It's going to be back into the hands of Nemac, her third board here for Shelton. Outlet pass, Willis. Shelton has numbers as they get the ball up ahead to Simmons. Back to Willis, and they'll set it up here. Gibbons staying in that 2-3 zone. Really don't slide it up into a 2-1-2. It's more of a 2-3. Sometimes, and right now playing the middle is uh, Palmieri, but usually kind of stay along that baseline. Three-pointer in the corner on the way, and good by Jaden Branson. Deep left-hand corner hits her first bucket of the ball game. The lead is back up to six here at 15-9 for Shelton. And Castaneda trying to go all the way, then just out of control, had nothing to do with it, and threw the basketball away. Nemac comes out of there with a steal. Willis, long outlet pass, finds Simmons. She'll take a pull-up three and almost banked in the rebound brought down by Palmieri. Even more than an NBA game right now with the way that they don't need the shot clock here, but it is fun to watch. I know both coaches are hoping they make a few more shots here. Haven't had a lot of transition layups, even though we've had a lot of turnovers. Haven't been a lot of breakaways to the other end. Gibbon actually taking some time here. They'll skip it to Bentley, but she'll try the three. It's going to come up short, no good. 0-5 for Gibbon so far from three-point land. The rebound brought down by Clark. Updated for Shelton. They're now 3 of 12, and Willis just driving up the sideline. And we're going to get a little too much bumping here from the Gibbon defense, and now it goes into a free-throw drill. And for Jalissa Gilming, that'll be her second personal foul. At halftime, the Orr girls leading Kozad 38-16. As we go to the bonus for McKenna Willis to shoot the one-and-one. And, of course, Ord comes in here to play Gibbon on Friday night. Free throw is no good, and the rebound brought down by Rockefeller. That'll be her second. Up ahead to Palmieri. Wide open underneath, but they do not see Claire Key. Left elbow, Rockefeller. She takes the dribble. Eight-footer sets on the rim. It won't go. Defensive board brought down by Clark, her third. 
Coach Jacob has told me before the game, they just missed too many shots last night, and it's kind of looking like that so far tonight as the three-pointer by Simmons is on the way, and she does bank it in, and it is good, and a timeout will be called here by Gibbon. So the double, the lead doubled up here at 9, Shelton 18, Gibbon 9, 5.59 to go in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. It's cold out. You want a hearty hot meal in a hurry at a great price. Is that too much to ask? Not at Amigos. Now to February 18th, any Amigos enchilada dinner smothered with homemade enchilada sauce or new queso cheese is just $5. And there's new crisp chicken sliders too, mild or spicy. Right now, get a crispy chicken slider, small fry, and small drink for just $5. Enjoy the $5 enchilada dinner or chicken slider meal today at Amigos. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. And we are back here to bring you more high school basketball from the Carney Tonian Repair broadcast booth. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Jeff Montgomery, Mike Kenton, and the crew for their hospitality. See what Gibbon can get going out of the timeout. They're going to get the ball tied up. Jump ball goes to Shelton. Kind of a bad break there for the Buffaloes. They dribbled it across the timeline, and it just one of those things. It's a little flubber, hits a bad board. It came all the way up to the shoulder and had to just stop right there and end up getting tied up. So turnover number nine for Gibbon, and Shelton with the basketball on the nine-point lead, 18-9, to nine. throw over the top of the zone, backside, Mace on the right block, didn't take it, out to Willis, and she got tripped by Rockefeller. And the foul starting to pile up. That is the third on Bailey Rockefeller. And at the line... To shoot a one-and-one here, I think. Yep, one-and-one for McKenna Willis. She missed one just a moment ago. And the free throw's on the way, and it's good. And here's what we were talking a little bit about last night. Gibbon called the timeout. We played 22 seconds, and then they subbed three kids in. So I don't know what you talk about in the timeout. You better hope they're all paying attention because... You got a new shift in there as Willis hits them both. She now has five points, and it's a 20-9 lead here for Shelton. Gibbon finally breaks the press. They get it up to Castaneda. Christensen was open underneath, but they're just trying to get into the front court. They've missed a couple opportunities at layups, but now down to Bentley. Turnaround jumper, and she'll put it off the glass and in. There's a nice job by the Buffaloes. That's what Coach Jacobitz wants to see more of. 20-11. to Lead back to single digits here. Shelton with a basketball. They sneak in from behind, tie up Nemec, and that means it'll be given basketball. First turnover of the quarter for Shelton. Drew had no idea anybody was behind her. And now Shelton goes back to the bench. Branson, Simmons, Gomez. They'll leave Nemec and Berglund in the ball game. And back in Palmieri for Gibbon. And it's not a chess match. It's not a player for a player. We witnessed that last night. It's just the way they want to run their teams here. And given with a basketball, also on the floor, Desiree Nunez. She's got the ball at the top of the circle. 
Five minutes to go before halftime, and the Buffaloes too strong on the pass. Out of bounds it goes. Last night in the ball game, Gibbons struggled with 13 turnovers in the first half, and they were still ahead at halftime. Here, that's not going to be the case. They are down by nine, and they've turned it over ten times. Ball loose at midcourt. Gibbon comes out of there with it. Shelton gives it right back. Numbers aren't there, so they'll hit the trailer. Christensen over to Palmieri. One dribble, takes the 10-footer. Short, no good. Christensen tips it. Berglund's on the floor. We're going to get a scrum, and they'll save it. Shelton will get out of there with the basketball. Berglund scoops it off to her teammate Mesa, and Mesa outlet pass. Gets it for a three-on-two. Backside lob underneath short jumper. No good by Gomez. Good pass, just couldn't finish, and Gilman grabs the rebound, her first. Now she's trapped in the corner, and we're going to get a timeout called by Gibbon, or they were going to turn it over. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 4-12 remaining here in quarter number two. It is Shelton 20, Gibbon 11 on Power 99. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. With our producer engineer, back at the studios, Cannon Rath. Our history of this uh, basketball doubleheader, Shelton and Gibbon. We bring in the professional, Jamie Clevenger, tonight. I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you with us here in Gibbon as we get a turnover out of the timeout. So Gibbon ended up turning it over anyway. Used that timeout to save the travel or the, the 10 seconds and then end up turning it over anyway. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you all of tonight's action as Shelton and McKenna Willis brings it into the front court. She and Clark each have five. The team has hit four of their 13 three-pointers. Two in each quarter. Gibbon doing a little bit better job of coming out on them, but now getting free in the corner. Branson this time the right side. She hit one from the left. That one is no good. Rebound will be brought down by Nunez, and here comes Gibbon. Desperately in need of some points here. But then on the other side, Shelton's been on 20 for a couple of minutes. It's not like they've blown the doors off, although they do have eight points in the quarter. On the right elbow with it, Christensen brought it down around the hip. That gets her tied up by Palmer, or by uh, Clark. And the arrow points the way of Shelton. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, preview the boys' game, talk about what else is going on in the area tonight and throughout the week. And don't forget Husker men's basketball tonight at Iowa, 8 o'clock on the breeze, 94.5. Here's a three-pointer, Clark, wide open, but it won't go. Offensive rebound underneath. Nice job, Branson. Reverse layup draws the foul. Jaden missed a couple of free throws back in the first quarter, but does a good job of hitting the block and getting that one. The foul will be on Christensen and Gibbon. It's a good thing they rotate so many players because they've got some foul trouble. First free throw is no good. Rockefeller and Christensen with three. Gilming with two. Nine fouls on Gibbon. Only three have been called here so far on Shelton in the first half. We're at the 3-10 mark. Overton girls leading Ansley Litchfield after one, 11-7. Second free throw on the way, and that one's good. So Branson able to get one of two. She's got four points, 21-11. Shelton keeping that zone trap on. Gilming gets around it here to Walker. Walker still in the backcourt. 
Let's it up ahead to Gilman. Did a good job. That's the way you draw it up, way you want to run it. Now can they attack it? Walker, right side of the lane. Skips it over to Key. Ball fake into the paint. One-hand runner hits the front of the iron. No good. Rebound brought down by Nemac. Her fourth. They get it to Willis. Long chest pass up ahead. Two on two. Deciding not to take it is Clark. Back out Willis. She's been quiet for a while. Skips it over to Simmons. One dribble to the right and back up top. She'll go to Clark. Again against this zone. They'll take it top of the circle to Clark. Right side, Branson. She'll take the three. Again, she's the only senior on the team. It's no good. And the offensive rebound brought down by Willis. Three-pointer again on the way. That one's too strong by Simmons. And the ball's thrown back from out of the court of play. And we're going to get a jump ball. It's going to be Gibbon basketball. Tying it up in there was Walker and Clark. But Shelton will get it with 2.15 to go. But we have come to really a standstill here offensively. We haven't had a bucket in a long, long time either way. 21 to 11. A 10-point lead by Shelton. 2.10 to go here. Ball dribbles off a foot. It goes into the backcourt, but it was off the defender's foot. So it's given basketball. Gilming across the timeline to the free throw line. Doesn't take it. Back out to Castaneda. She'll weave her way in. Give it back to Jalissa. Eight-footer on a baseline is up and in. So Jalissa Gilming finally moves the scoreboard here. It's an eight-point game, 21-13, Shelton. As they break the press, get it underneath the Berglund. Missed the bunny. Might have got a hand on it, partially blocked. Rebound comes down to Castaneda. Up ahead to Gilming. She's just ahead of the pack. Goes in for the layup. Scores and draws the foul. And a chance at a three-point play here for Gibbon. They were down by 11 and a chance to cut it to five right here. And the foul... On Shelton. Waiting to see which one of the two players they gave that foul to. Nonetheless, it's only the fourth foul of the half. Gilming now one of two at the line. Puts it up and puts it in. So five of her team's seven points in this quarter belong to Jalissa Gilming. And it is 21-16. Shelton, 90 seconds to go here in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. And they are going to call it over and back on Shelton. Drew Nemac just across midcourt. I wasn't sure if it would have been or not. Then she stepped back and the official said, yep. She had all three points across. And the inbounds is stolen right back anyway. Doesn't matter. Willis takes it in and scores. McKenna Willis. A transition bucket. And the first bucket in over three minutes here for Shelton. But they're still up by seven. 23 to 16. As they pressure Walker in the backcourt. Dribbles out of it and finds Gilling in the front court. Into the paint. She'll go baseline and kick it out to Palmieri. A lot of left-handed dribblers. Back over to Key. Left corner. Ten-footer. No good. Rebound. Nice job of doing the two-step there by Haley Clark. Her fifth board on the outlet to Berglund. They overthrow her, though. And out of bounds. So here comes... Another crew of substitutions for both teams. The Buffaloes will actually bring Aaliyah Onade in for the first time. So on the floor, you have got Gilman, Castaneda, Palmieri, Onate, and Nunez for Gibbon. Down 23-16 to 16 with 55 seconds to go here in the first half. Gilman gets it to Walker, who brings it across the timeline. Works here on the twins of Meza and Gomez at the guard position. Off the back cut, they had an opening, but now a reach-in foul called on Shelton. That'll be on Jaden Branson. 
Still just the fifth team foul. That's her first. 40 seconds remaining here before halftime. Palmieri to throw it in. Checks it out towards midcourt. Spread it out here for Gilming. Gets a good ball screen. Now Gilming brings it in the paint. The floater off the window and in. They can do that a lot if they choose to in the second half. That's a play they need to go to time and time again as the outlet's knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Shelton. But give credit on a great screen there. You can use Walker. You can use Nunez to set those screens. And somebody like Gilming or Palmieri or Rockefeller can take it to the rack. 23-18, Shelton. 20 seconds to go here. They want to hold for one shot, but they're still running the offense. Left wing with it is Gomez. Back up to Willis. 10 seconds. Into the hands for a three-pointer. Simmons, she'll put it up. No good. Offensive rebound. Berglund, she missed the bunny. How about a second chance, and she's fouled. So Emily Berglund, 5'8", and a freshman, still trying to learn that varsity post position. Sometimes when you're tall, young, you can just grab it and keep shooting it until it goes in. Foul here is called on Walker, her second, and the first free throw is on the way, and it is no good. Just three seconds remaining, so highly unlikely that Gibbon can get a shot away. They just have to make sure that they don't throw it away here if Berglund makes this. Emily's free throw is up, no good. Offensive rebound, Willis, and on a block attempt, the foul going to be called. Nunez blocked the shot, but she put her hips underneath and undercut her. And Willis will go to the line where she's two of three. That's a tough one there. You just had the miss, and now if you're giving, you got to hope she misses as well. The first one good. Point seven is all that's left on the clock, so the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up. Second free throw now by Willis to try to extend the halftime lead is good. And that'll be the end of the first half of play. With your score, the Shelton Lady Bulldogs, 25, and the Given Lady Buffaloes, 18. You're listening to High School Hoops on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. We'll be back with our halftime numbers in a moment. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. 
And welcome back to Given High School, home of the Buffaloes, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. We are at halftime of the girls' game. It is Shelton 25 and Gibbon 18. Also at halftime, Grand Island Northwest has extended their lead over Grand Island Central Catholic 29-17. to 17. Other games that will be going on later this week here on Power 99. We're back with you Friday. Loomis taking on Elm Creek. Loomis girls were a touch banged up early on in the season, but uh, three of those four teams are rated. Loomis and Elm Creek boys and the Elm Creek girls, even in C2, move into the rankings this week. Should be a good doubleheader up at Elm Creek. And then Saturday afternoon, it's the finals of the Amherst Wrestling Invitational. That'll get underway at approximately 3 o'clock on Saturday. On 12.30 a.m. KHAS, we have basketball action on Thursday. We've actually got Hastings College and Concordia tomorrow night, a huge women's game, the number one and number four teams in the country tomorrow at Lynn Farrell Arena. That gets underway at 6. But as far as high school, on Thursday night, it'll be St. Cecilia hosting Sandy Creek, and Friday, Adams Central will host Lexington. And then on ESPN 1460, it'll be a dandy doubleheader on Friday, Kearney Catholic, at Grand Island Central Catholic, both boys and girls teams are rated in the top six in C1 and C2. So that's what we've got coming up for you later this week, and we've got a full lineup two months away from the State High School Basketball Tournament and a little less than that before we get into state wrestling. So, so much to cover, and we're looking forward to bringing it all to you on our network of stations and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Halftime, 25-18 to 18 in favor of the Shelton Lady Bulldogs. Back with more in a moment. Community. It's a place that means coming together. A place where the smiles are warm, handshakes are firm, and the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. Nebraska's economy is fueled by Nebraska agriculture. When agriculture is strong, Nebraska is strong. Our work reaches well beyond the farmer ranch, informing youth and consumers about agriculture, providing support for mental health, and benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is now hiring. We're looking for team members and managers ready to join our fun-loving, steak-burger-grilling, custard-scooping team. From flexible schedules to opportunities for advancement, Freddy's offers a great career path, plus fun people, some Freddy swag, and plenty of opportunities for success. Lots and lots of success. Now hiring at the Freddy's in Kearney and Hastings. Apply online or in person. Well, the boys' game coming up next here on Power 99. As we said, Shelton off to one of their best starts here in nearly a decade. Uh, they are 7-2, and two, although they did lose the last game out to Lawrence Nelson, who, which probably kept them out of the rankings, to be quite uh, frank about it, because Lawrence Nelson uh, moved in. Their other loss was on opening night to Elm Creek, who is also rated. They got a nice win over Alma in the holiday tournament at Silver Lake, and Alma 7-2 and two after uh, that loss. Coming up next for Shelton, they... We'll host Deschler on Friday night, and a week from tonight, they'll be at Arcadia Loop City. They also play at Centura and Wood River, so they just will move into the Luplak Conference with that kind of schedule. For Gibbon, this is the second of four games this week. They will be back home Friday against Ord and then go to Broken Bow on Saturday. Of course, the Broken Bow girls are state-rated, but the boys winless coming in to this week. 
Nebraska basketball taking on Iowa tonight. Iowa's Luke Garza is the leading scorer in the Big Ten, and in fact, in the three conference games, he's averaging 33 points per game. He's also the second-leading rebounder for Nebraska. They're trying to bounce back from a physical loss to Rutgers last week. Pre-game getting underway at 7.05, tip-off around 8.07 on the Breeze, 94.5. It's also on the Big Ten Network. Creighton is at home tonight as well as they're taking on number 16, Villanova. That's on Fox Sports 1 at 8 o'clock. So while you're watching those games, you can be listening to ours, Shelton and Gibbon. Shelton leading at halftime of the girls' game, 25-18. to 18. We'll look at the numbers next. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. And we are back here with high school basketball on Power 99. Let's take a look at the first half numbers of our game on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First off, for the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, Jalissa Gilming leads the way with eight points, one rebound. Yahida Castaneda, two points, three rebounds. Kaylee Palmieri, three rebounds. Jade Bentley, two points, two rebounds. Desiree Nunez has a rebound. Bailey Rockefeller, two points, two rebounds. And Abby Christensen, four points and one rebound. Nine points in each quarter at the half. Gibbon has 18 points, 15 rebounds. They are 6 of 7 at the free throw line, 0 of 5 from three-point land, 13 turnovers, and they do have a foul situation. Rockefeller and Christensen have three. Walker and Gilming have two. For Shelton, Jaden Branson, four points, three rebounds. Brianna Simmons has a three-point bucket and two rebounds. Haley Clark, five points, five rebounds. Meta Meza has one rebound. Drew Nemac, two points, four rebounds. McKenna Willis leads the way with nine points, five rebounds. And Emily Berglund has two points and three rebounds. Twelve in the first, 13 in the second at the half. Shelton has 25 points, 23 rebounds. Five out of 11 at the free throw line. Four of 18 from three-point land and 11 turnovers. No one with more than one foul for Shelton, according to my book. At the half, 25-18, Shelton leads Gibbon. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99 for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Well, Shelton just came out of the locker room. In fact, the girls just didn't even run to the bench. The starters ran right onto the floor. So I don't know if they lost track of time or somebody didn't go tell them, but Shelton does have the ball to start the third quarter of play, leading it 25-18 to 18 here over the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes. Over to leading Ansley Litchfield girls at the half, 26-11. to 11. As we will see what Shelton does here, I think that's probably more defense in the locker room than offense. They think they can really open things up here. The 2-3 zone, skip passing across Willis to the right elbow. Back out another three-pointer to start the second half. It's no good by Simmons and a fight for the loose ball. And over the back foul called on Shelton. And it's going to be on June Niemack. That'll be her first. And so back over to give it it goes. And can they... Close the gap here. They had 13 turnovers in the first half last night, but led by two and then ended up getting beat by seven with all the fouls that they committed because given or Minden shot 24 free throws last night in the second half and made 20 of them. Tonight, also 13 turnovers in the first half, but trailing by seven for Gibbon. So they're hoping to turn it around and take better care of the ball. Rockefeller, Gibbon, go to Palmieri. Back out, Bentley, wide open three. It's just short, no good. Rebound pulled down, though, by Castaneda. Second chance, and a three-pointer is good by Bailey Rockefeller. The first three-pointer of the night for Gibbon. 25-21, Shelton wastes no time. Hustle the ball up the floor, but holding on, waiting for her teammates as Clark. Gives it to Willis, drives the left baseline, runs right into the Gibbon defender, and Palmieri will flick it out of bounds, and it'll stay with Shelton. So Willis to throw it in as they box the lane. Little high-low screen, didn't see anything, so they'll kick it in the corner, and immediate three is up and in by Brianna Simmons. That's the 20th three-pointer attempted already in the game, and we're only a minute gone in the third quarter here for Shelton. They've made five of them, and now Shelton with full-court pressure forces the steal up ahead to Willis. The layup is good. 11 points for McKenna Willis, and the lead back out to 9, 30-21. Rockefeller on the outlet goes back to the trailer here in Bentley. To Rockefeller across the timeline on the right wing. To the free throw line, Bentley grabs, shoots from nine. It's around the rim and no good. And Nemec will pull down her fifth rebound. Trouble in the backcourt, almost knocked away. It is knocked away. Nemec gets it back momentarily. It's still loose. Wondering if the 10-second count is on. And Willis brings it across the timeline. Then just throws it all the way to the other side of the floor. A three-pointer in the corner by Branson is good. Well, that was... Not pretty, but it ends up being a three-point bucket here for Shelton. And now they have their largest lead of the game at 12, 33-21. They score eight in a row, trying to answer as Rockefeller for three. Can't get it. Castaneda puts up an offensive rebound. No good. And again, it's pulled down by Nemac here. Her sixth. She'll bring the ball up the floor. They have numbers. Kick it over for a three-point attempt. Simmons thought no, but Willis thought yes, and Willis can't get that one to go. Ball hits the floor. Grabbing the rebound will be Palmieri. And the track meet continues up ahead to Bentley. Bentley takes it in, got shoved, and the layup is too strong because of that. Two free throws coming up 
for Kaylee Palmieri. Foul Hiller will be called on the Bulldogs, Brianna Simmons. That'll be her third personal foul. She had two in the first half. And at the line to shoot two will be Bentley, and the first one is no good. So here come the first substitutions of the third quarter at the 5.33 mark. So we had a little flow to the ball game there for a while. Now we see the subs on the dead ball. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. So Bentley able to get one of two there and make it 33-22. to 22. Ball knocked away in the front court. Gilming comes out of there with the steal. Gilming one-on-one against Willis, then stops and gets fouled by Mesa. Mada Mesa was trying to sneak in there, and when Gilming just stopped, she was at full, full thrust and ran her right over. Boys game is next, but still a lot to be decided here in the girls game. 33-22, Shelton given basketball on the inbound. It's swatted away by Clark. And Given will turn it over for the 15th time. Long outlet pass Willis, but there's too many Given Buffaloes, and they knock it away, and then a foul on Nemac trying to get it back. So Shelton gave it right back. Four fouls in the entire first half on Shelton. Make it five. Five in the first half. They've got four in less than three minutes here in the third quarter, and Shelton none. After being well over the 10 foul limit in the first half, Gibbon breaks the press over the top to Rockefeller. She stops, takes the 8-footer, no good. Rebound brought down by Willis. And there's the first foul of the half on the Buffaloes, and that's not where they want it. It's on Rockefeller, and she commits her fourth personal foul and will have to come out of the game with five minutes to go in the third quarter of play. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com each month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Brett Mahoney, Carney Catholic, Isabel Pates of Pleasanton. The winners from December here into January. Shelton, an 11-point lead against the zone. Skip pass right side, Simmons. Simmons comes in and knocks it off the glass and in. So the first two for Simmons to go along with a couple of threes. She's got eight points, and it's 35-22. to 22. Shelton now in control with 4.55 remaining here in uh, the uh, third quarter, and a turnover on Gibbon. Number 16 of the ball game, and Shelton will bring it across the timeline. Handling it this time is Mesa with Gomez into the corner. Branson tries to lob it down to Berglund. She wins the wrestling match for it, puts the shot up, and it is no good. Out of bounds, it's tipped. It'll stay here with Shelton. 4-13 remaining here in quarter number three, 35-22. Substitutions continue to come into the ball game. And Shelton will try and throw it in from the baseline here. Looking as Simmons goes into the tallest player, Branson, but she missed the jumper, and Berglund's going to be called over the back. That'll be the first foul of the ball game on Emily Berglund. And Shelton going to have to be careful, or they might let Gibbon get back into the ball game from the free throw line because we'll be shooting a ton of free throws as this game progresses. Gibbon with the basketball, down by 13. 
Top of the circle, Castaneda finally drives in, takes the short jumper, but it spins off the rim, no good. Tip back to her. She'll try a second time, it's no good. Then running over to try and grab another rebound here is going to be Nunez. Up top, three-pointer. No good. They're going to say no foul on the three-pointer, even though Bentley hit the deck. And so... Out of bounds it goes, and Gibbon just can't get anything to go their way. Rockefeller hit a three to get this quarter going. And they were able to cut into the lead, cut it to four, but now it's up to 13, nine in a row here. On the other side for Shelton. Right elbow with it is Nemec. Skip pass left side. Castaneda got a finger on it and knocked it away. Oh, now the officials are going to discuss who should have the basketball. And they're going to say it's given basketball after discussing it. So a Shelton turnover. That'll be their 14th of the game. And we're just kind of at a standstill right here. Given will bring the ball up the floor. Palmieri with it across the timeline. Up top, Castaneda swings it right side, Bentley. One dribble back out top to Gilming. Shelton has now zoned it up. Christensen with the three fouls, has it on the right wing, up top to Bentley. Gibbon has a couple of players that can take you off the dribble. They just seem to be a little shy to do that or set the screen and do it. They did it a couple of times in the first half as Bentley forces the jumper no good. Rebound brought down by Clark. A couple of times in that first half, and Willis runs into Bentley, and Bentley's going to be called for the foul, her first couple of half-court sets that Gibbon ran in the first half were executed so well for easy buckets that they just haven't found the same way here in the third quarter. 35-22, Shelton by 13, 2.50 to go here in quarter number three. As Shelton moves from right to left, Willis playing catch along the right side there with Mesa. Now tries the left wing to Clark. Willis squares up, no. Mesa walks with a basketball. So a whole lot of passing and not a lot of moving without the basketball there for Shelton. And things have started to become a little stagnant offensively here as they get it into Gilming. Need somebody to get a bucket. That turns up the pressure both ways. Give an outlet pass into the front court. They throw it away, but Christensen takes it right back from Berglund, and she'll be fouled as she takes it to the hoop. Nice job there by Abby Christensen to save the possession. She's two of two at the line, had four points all in the first quarter, and gets another chance here. The foul on Emily Berglund will be her second. Six fouls already in the quarter on the Buffaloes, or on the Bulldogs, and the Buffaloes are shooting the free throws, and Christensen makes it. 35-23, and every foul the rest of the way, over ten and a half minutes here with Shelton, will result in free throws for Gibbon. Second one, Christensen a little strong, but it goes in anyway. And it's 35-24 in favor of the Bulldogs. Willis brings it up, crossover dribble, really trying to shade her now and take her out of the basketball game. McKenna had nine in the first quarter. She's got just two here in the the first half. She's got just two here in the third. Again, very patient here for Shelton. They're looking for Berglund or Nemac, and neither one's really moving. They're just kind of setting down on a low block, expecting a lob pass to them, and this is just not going to work. See if Coach Thober maybe uses a timeout here. They turned it over last time, and they've possessed it way too long this time. You, you do that, you're going to turn it over again. Everything's just three passes around the perimeter. Willis finally ball fake, takes it into the paint, kicks it back out top, but 
Nothing going on. You can tell they've got a specific play they're trying to run, and it's well defense. Now they finally lob it down to Berglund, but she slips, falls, and the ball goes out of bounds. And now back into the game for Shelton, Branson, Simmons, and Gomez. 35-24, one thirty to go here in the third quarter. Shelton up by 11. But they've been on 35 for a long, long time. Had a chance to put this one away. Now Gibbon looking to get it to single digits. Gilming up between the circles. Guarded there by Meza. Inside to Gilming. She's double teamed and then she's fouled. And we're going to see some free throws. This one goes on Meza. Her second and the seventh foul. So Gibbon committed a ton of fouls in the first quarter. Now Shelton has committed a ton of fouls in the third quarter. And they're going to call this a shooting foul. So Jalissa Gilming, who is two of three at the line, had all eight of her points in the first half, trying to get some points here from the charity stripe. And the first one's right through there. So after a quick breather, Willis is back in for Shelton. Also coming in, Clark and Branson, the lone senior again on the ball club for Shelton. Second free throw now coming up for Gilming. And she'll put this one up, and it bounces out. No good. Long rebound, and Willis will track it down her seventh board here for the Bulldogs as we approach one minute to go in the third. After three, Northwest girls lead Central Catholic 36-25. Northwest number two in B, the defending state champ, Central Catholic sixth in C1. Driving the baseline, Simmons. She got caught up behind the backboard, and it's no good. Rebound brought down here by Castaneda. She'll come into the paint, dish it off to Christensen. Short jumper, no good. Tries to get the ball back, and it's trying to go out of bounds, but saved there. Nemac able to slap it back into play there to Branson, and the Bulldogs will bring it up with 35 seconds to go here in the quarter. Branson, left side of the key, kicks it up top. Simmons back to Willis. On the left wing, they'll go. Clark with 25 seconds. Patient Branson draws the double team on the right elbow. Wrap around. Try to get it to Nemac. Did, and she's fouled. So Drew Nemac will go to the line for the first time. Foul on Palmieri will be her first. And the team's third. Back in here for Shelton. Between the free throws will be Meza. But first, Nemac will put the left-handed free throw up. And no good. Still 20 seconds to go here in the third quarter of play. Top 10 basketball in the Big 12, Maryland, or top 12, we should say, Maryland 28, Ohio State 22 at the half. Penn State leads Rutgers at the half, 33-28. Second free throw, no good. Ball tipped around, and it goes right back out to Clark. Still 15 seconds. Willis left baseline to Clark. Haley puts up the three-pointer, but it is no good. Rebound, tip back out top. Willis, they're going to get a third chance. Clark tries another three. It's no good. Nemac had it in her hands, but dropped it out of bounds. And it'll go to Gibbon with just four seconds remaining here in the quarter. So Shelton's been on 35 for nearly four minutes, but Gibbon's only been able to get three points in that same amount of time. Four seconds to go. Palmieri to throw it in. Shelton really covering. They throw it right to Willis. She goes in, and the layup is no good, but it's rebounded, put back up and in by Clark. A different way to end the quarter, but Gibbon turns it over, and Shelton is able to score. After three, it's the Bulldogs, 37. The Gibbon Buffaloes, 25 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Well, not the cleanest quarter for either team, but Shelton is able to outscore Gibbon 12-7 and extend their lead to 37-25 as we head to the fourth quarter here on KKPR-FM. Carney Shelton, Gibbon, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The possession arrow points the way of the Buffaloes. They are one of nine from three-point range. Shelton is six of 24 so far in the ball game. Free throw shooting, Gibbon... 10 of 13. Shelton, 5 of 13. Gilming, who has a team high 9 points with a basketball. 11 for Willis, leading the way for Shelton. Ball tipped away, and there's Willis coming away with another steal. That's turnover number 18 for Gibbon. And at the other end, the shot is up and in. And Nemock putting it in for her second bucket of the ball game. That is the 18th turnover for Gibbon. You have 16 in the game for Shelton. Here's Rockefeller playing with four fouls out to Bentley. Fouled on the three, and it almost went in. Now a chance to shoot free throws. The foul on Haley Clark will be her second. Eight fouls in the half on Shelton. Three have been called here on Gibbon. And Jade Bentley... One of two at the line has three points. She gets three here. The first one's off the front of the rim. No good. And for Gibbon to get back in the game, they're going to have to hit the free throws because their offense has struggled. They do not have a two-point bucket in the second half. Second free throw is good. 11 of the 26 points are from the free throw line. Second free throw is good. The third free throw is also good. So Bentley hits two of three. And it's 39-27. Shelton, they're 5-4, given 3-8. Shelton with the basketball. Shot 24 threes already. Branson with it. Goes to the high post here to Nemac. Up top, they'll go to Clark. Swings it back over to Simmons. She's wide open but doesn't take the three. Shelton really seems like midway through that quarter, and now they will take the three with Clark, but it's over everything. No good. Rebound fought for on the floor. Clark trying to get it. We're going to get a jump ball. And the ball will belong to Shelton. But it seemed like they wanted to just really stop shooting threes and get the ball inside, and they weren't doing it. The only bucket they were able to get in the last four minutes of the third quarter was that steal and layup in the last three seconds. Branson, she'll take the three off the inbounds and nail it. Ten points now for Jaden Branson. She's got ten. Simmons with eight. Clark with seven. Willis with 11. And it's 42 to 27, 
And a foul called here before the steal can be made. This 15-point lead is the largest of the contest. But because of the fouls, we're going to be shooting a one-and-one. Be interested to see what Coach Thober wants to do. It's not really in his makeup to pull off that zone trap. It's not over-the-top press, but it's just to kind of mess you up, bringing the ball up the floor. Nemac with her third foul. And at the line, Sam Walker to shoot a one-and-one, looking for her first point of the night. And it's too strong off the heel. Rebound brought down by Nemac, who committed the foul. That's her eighth board. And here comes Shelton up the floor with it. Starting right, crossing over Willis. Gets it over to Clark. Nobody on her. Now Gilming flashes up there. Up top, they give it to Nemac. Rockefeller's got to be careful with those four fouls. She's just begging for the fifth. Up top, they'll go. Now lob it backside. There's Nemac, and the layup is good. So that's what they've been waiting for. And Nemac able to get her second bucket of the quarter. 44-27, to 27, and Shelton now has this one well under control as Gilming brings the ball up the floor. Jalissa on the right side of the key. She's doubled. Back up top to Rockefeller. Dribbles into the paint. Now kicks it out for an 18-footer. Bentley no good. Rebound. Trying to get it as Walker. She'll throw it back up towards the rim. It's no good. Nemac will grab the rebound here for Shelton. And up the floor with it, Willis. Trying to make some room here. Reaching in Bentley. Trying to knock it away. Couldn't. Back over to Clark. Squares for the three. Goes back up top to Simmons. A deep three by Branson is good. 47-27. to 27. This game got out of hand in a hurry. It was four-point game early in the third. And now eight threes hit in the game here by Shelton. Bentley comes down the lane. She scores, and as the ball goes through the hoop, then we get a whistle and a foul. Shelton going. That was a little late, but nonetheless, it's a foul. And Bentley will have her second bucket of the basketball game. Foul on Branson, her second. Don't forget when we're done here, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Then we'll move you on to the uh, boys game. Ord girls beat Kozad tonight, 65-38. to Kozad coming in here on Friday. Second free throw, or Bentley trying to complete the three-point play. Does, and we get a timeout called here by Gibbon. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. 5.23 remaining in the ball game. Shelton, 47, Gibbon, 30. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. With our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Tony and Repair broadcast booth at Gibbon. Again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors from Gibbon, Shelton, and the entire listening area, and to Athletic Director Jeff Montgomery and the crew as Shelton 
with the basketball at a 17-point lead, 47-30. Out of that timeout, Gibbon putting a little pressure on. Willis brings it across the timeline and wide open underneath, but Berglund can't get it. Trying to get the rebound. It's slapped around, rolls out to Willis. She'll drive in, put up a left-hand runner that is too strong, no good. Another opportunity, Nemac, and she'll put it up and in. So Drew with six of her eight points here in the fourth quarter of play. She's a bucket away from a double-double. Fast break the other way. Bentley takes it in, and she's going to draw the foul. And every foul, shooting or not now, is two shots for Gibbon. It's going to be called on Willis, her first. And the key here for Shelton is you got to know your situation. Do not commit fouls. Give Gibbon a little bit of space. First free throw by Bentley is on the way and in. This game is over. It's 49-31 to 31 unless you just start fouling every 15 seconds or handing the basketball away. Overton girls pulling away from Ansley Litchfield. 39-19 after three. Second free throw here. Bentley, and it danced out no good. Tipped into the hands of Emily Berglund. That'll be her fourth. Gives it off to Mesa. Again, a lot of freshmen on this Shelton team. One senior, no juniors. You're going to get used to these Shelton names, and that's why it's so impressive that they're picking up some good wins here to start things off. Baseline jumper by Simmons is no good. Boxing out the shooter, Jade Bentley. Boy, we've called her name almost exclusively here in the third and fourth quarter. She'll drive, dish it to Palmieri. She'll hit the 12-footer on the right baseline. First bucket of the ball game. For Palmieri, 49-33, Shelton by 16. Poking it away, Gilming, it's still in the backcourt. Ten-second count on, and the pass finally made. Coach Tober was just about ready to call the timeout, but Gomez come up and helped them out. So Leah, slow dribble between the circles, gives it off to Simmons. Back up top to Branson. Right wing to Mesa. Mesa drives to the high post. Branson lobs it in. There's Berglund again. She puts it up. She puts it in, and she's fouled. Abby Christian got a little basketball and a little bit of the wrist on that one. And for Abby, that'll be her fourth personal foul. She and Rockefeller are both with four. And Berglund, 0 of 2 at the line, has a chance to complete the three-point play. Shelton, an opportunity tonight to get their season high in points. As the free throw is on the way, too strong, and Castaneda will grab her eighth rebound. Baseball pass over Bentley's head, though, and out of bounds. Despite having five wins on the season, Shelton only averages about 37 points a game. The highest output they've had was the 54 against Red Cloud, 52 against Harvard. So right now, this is the third most they've scored, and it's almost a guarantee that they're going to be able to get to 55. Inbounds to Nemac. She'll turn and hand it back to Willis, who almost lost it out of bounds, but nobody was around, had time to go grab it. Willis down the middle of the lane, kicks it out. Here's another three, Branson. And how about three threes in the fourth quarter for Jaden Branson? She's got 16 in the contest, and there's 54, and Gibbon throws it away. Obviously, Coach Thober has played against Gibbon a number of times doing his coaching in the Luplatt Conference at Ravenna and Centura. And the lead now up to 21 with all of those threes raining in. It looked like Gibbon just for a second there hit on back-to-back possessions, and now you got to foul 30 feet away from the hoop, and you hope that's not what this game turns into. As Jade Bentley went for the steal, but committed the reach-in foul. Her second, it's the fifth team foul on Gibbon, so we're not in the one-and-one yet. And Shelton will throw it in. Still three and a half to go in the game. 
54-33. Shelton ball on the right wing with it. Simmons against man-to-man. They've been playing zone a long time in this game. Tried to get it into uh, Clark. It slips through her hands, although they do retain the possession. Willis. Willis into the paint. Over on the right wing, they'll get it to Simmons. Lobs it inside to Nemac. Under through. It's tipped. She got it up anyway. Shot no good. And the rebound brought down here by Bentley for Gibbon. Three minutes remaining. 54-33, Shelton. They're going to go to 6-4. and four. In the paint, Key drives in. It got deflected, but right to Nunez. And Nunez is able to lay it up for her first bucket of the ball game. So finally, a little luck going the way of the hometown Buffaloes, who will be 3-9 and nine when this ball game's over. Willis brings it up, tightly guarded by Bentley. Top of the circle, now a little farther out for Clark. Haley got off to a quick start, had five points in the first quarter, but only one bucket since then, as they have really... Distributed the ball well. Everybody scoring now for Shelton. At least the players that you would expect to score. Branson, top of the key. Thought about getting a three away, but again, you're at the point of the game. No need to shoot that up by 19, and Shelton doing a good job of running some offense, running some clock. Willis on the right block, squared up. Didn't take the shot. She's on key. Bounce pass back door. Nemac wasn't expecting it, and we're going to get a jump ball. And the arrow points the way. Of Gibbon. That'll be the first turnover of the fourth quarter on Shelton. 54-35. It's been in spurts tonight. Shelton's won a couple of times tonight where it seemed like it went forever without even a single point. But when they run them, they run them. And, of course, here they have three more threes in the fourth quarter. They have nine three-pointers in the game unofficially, nine of 28. Take that every single night. Nunez, right-hand corner. Given with the basketball. We've got a new face in there, and that is Alyssa Bailey. Swing it over on the left wing to Onate. And up top to Gilming. Castaneda on the right wing with Nunez. Nunez takes it. Get it into Gilming. Spins with the left hand. Puts it off the glass, but a tick too strong. Rebound brought down by Nemec, and there is her 11th rebound of the ball game. 90 seconds to go as Willis dribbles it up the floor here for the Bulldogs. Works it on the left side. About the only thing maybe you'd want to see is if Nemec could get one more bucket. That gives her the double-double on the night. She has it at the top of the circle. Freshman. Gets it into Willis. It goes through her hands. Falls on the floor. Travel called on Shelton. Back in is Walker for Gibbon. And Gomez for Shelton. Also coming in. Vena Garcia. Going to go a little deeper down the bench. Sydney Gag, all freshman. Jalen Ullman, a sophomore, is going to come into the basketball game here with 106 remaining in the contest. And it'll be given basketball. New West Post game show is coming out. Just trying to make sure that we've got five on the floor for both sides. And here comes Gibbon. 54-35, they trail with a minute to go in the ball game. Had a little more success against Minden last night, who just looked a little bit better the part, but Shelton played well tonight, and they're going to get the win as Shelton tips the ball, and picking up the steal is Gomez. Gomez will bring it into the front court, looking for one of her new teammates, gets it to Ullman at the top of the circle. Jalen swings it left side into the hands of Garcia, back up to Ullman, 35 seconds to go to Gomez. See if anybody will get a shot away here for Shelton. Running the offense, off the cut, they get it into Mesa. Mesa has it knocked away, and it goes out of bounds off of Shelton. Coming in now for 
Shelton is going to be Jalea Pope. And in for Gibbon. Lindsey Wilkins gets in here. Also, Emma Cuchera will get in. Another freshman on the floor. And who else slid in there? It looks like Elizabeth Murillo. 25 seconds to go. Northwest girls beat Central Catholic 48-31. Will Gibbon get a shot away here? Bailey over to Cuchera. 13 seconds over to Murillo. Right side of the key. They'll find Bailey again. Nice pass over the left side, but they dropped it. Couldn't get the shot away. Throw it back over to Bailey. Into the paint. Has the shot blocked right into the hands of Murillo. Can't get it to go, and that's the end of the basketball game. With the final score in this Highway 30 rivalry contest, the Shelton Lady Bulldogs 54 and the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes 35. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Aurora Cooperative proudly sports homegrown, high-octane, cleaner-burning American ethanol grown by the American farmer. Aurora Cooperative sports the rural communities during times of natural disasters like last year's floods, tornadoes, and blizzards. These are the same communities where our employees live, work, and worship alongside those same farmers. Stop by your local A-stop or a call for on-farm delivery of American-made ethanol fuels to support our American farmers. Tougher together, Aurora and you. And welcome back to Gibbon, where it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Shelton picks up their sixth win of the season. Also tonight, Bertrand defeats Wilcox-Hildreth 43-35. to Let's take a look at the final numbers that we have. First off, for the hometown Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, Emma Kuchera got a rebound. Jalissa Gilming. Nine points. Yahydra Castaneda, nine point, or two points and a team-high eight rebounds. Kaylee Palmieri, two points, four rebounds and a block. Jade Bentley, nine points, four rebounds. Desiree Nunez, two points and two rebounds. Bailey Rockefeller, five points and two rebounds. Abby Christensen, six points and a rebound. And Samantha Walker had three rebounds. 18 points in the first half, 17 in the second. Gibbon finishes with 35 points, 25 rebounds, 14 out of 20. 
at the free throw line. They were one of nine from three-point land, one block, 21 turnovers. Gibbon now three and nine on the season. They will host Ord on Friday and go to Broken Bow, state rated in C1 on Saturday. We'll look at the final numbers for Shelton right after this on the New West Postgame Show. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Now let's take a look at the final unofficial numbers for the Shelton Lady Bulldogs. They tied their season high with 54 points. Ended up being led by the lone senior, Jaden Branson. She hit four threes in the game, make it five threes in the game. Three of them were in the fourth quarter. She had 16 points, three rebounds. Brianna Simmons, eight points, two rebounds. Haley Clark, seven points, nine rebounds. Meta Mesa had one rebound. Drew Nemac, big game, eight points, a game high, 11 rebounds. Jalea Pope got a rebound. Sydney Gay got a block shot late in the game. McKenna Willis, 11 points, nine rebounds. Emily Berglund, four points, four rebounds. 25 points in the first half, 29 in the second half. Shelton finishes with 54 points, 40 rebounds, five out of 14 from the free throw line. They were nine of 28 from three-point land, one block, and 19 turnovers. Shelton snaps a three-game losing streak to improve to 6-4. and four, Gets their first win over Gibbon in a long, long time. 54-35. to 35. Shelton will host Deschler on Friday. And one week from tonight, they'll head to Arcadia Loop City. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We're about 20 minutes away from the boys' tip. We'll be back in about 12 with the starting lineups as 7-2 Shelton takes on 7-3 Gibbon. For our producer, engineer Cannon Rath, I'm Doug Duda. Keep it here on Power 99 as Shelton wins the girls' game 54-35. Don't miss the 42nd annual used boat show at Bunces Marine in Kearney. January 11th through the 18th is the best eight days to buy new to you. These used boats are fully serviced and detailed and are Bunces certified, so you can buy with confidence. During the Used Boat Show, special show pricing, pro shop discounts, games, prizes, and more. Buzz's Marines, 42nd Annual Used Boat Show, January 11th through the 18th. Open Monday through Friday, 830 to 5, Saturday, 830 to 4, and Sunday, noon to 4. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Carney. Learn more at buzzesmarine.com. b Carpet and Donovan. 
now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry free solution, see BB Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say that's where we always go. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.